I'm stretched out like a great big river. Wait on and let's swim. Nope, nope, nope. We do not have time for that. Welcome, web travelers. If you have found this audio recording, you are aware of Duff Dixon, ex-Time Stronaut, and current host of the popular radio program, Play It By Year. If you are like me, you may have found that this show is an infuriating mix of incredibly vital information about the fate of our planet, had it out with a bunch of nonsense about popular music and people's recurring dreams. You may have tuned out after hearing track after track of musical opiate get played rather than hearing more of the crucial information you will need to possibly survive the impending end of all life on Earth. You may not have listened to any of this very important show at all, due to the volume of hours of material already out there. This is why I, Richard, truth seeker and thinkspert in realitology, and curator of the brand new and state-of-the-art website richardtruth.com, have made this compilation of the most vital information from the first so-called season of the program to help catch would-be fellow truth-knowers up to speed in a maximally efficient manner. I have talked far too long already. Here is the first clip from the first episode, in which Duff explains his backstory and what this show is about. End of intro. What's happening here? Um, I already said I'm Duff Dixon. Uh, I'm originally from Beaumont, Texas. I graduated as a major in international affairs. And then I applied to the CIA. I did get a job working at the agency, working for the CIA. Five years into uh, my my time there, I was tapped uh, for a an elite and top secret project within the CIA at a black site in Nevada, Project Archangel. What Project Archangel was all about was the use of a device, a technological device given to human beings by aliens from another dimension. It's a wearable piece of tech. It kind of looks like a wristwatch. And it's essentially a time machine. While you wear it on your wrist, you can kind of hop and skip and jump throughout the timeline as you see fit to your whimsy, or in my case, of course, on my assignment. Of course, the trade-off, the kind of the unfortunate side effect of human beings using a piece of technology designed to be used by beings from another dimension, once you affix the recontinuator to your wrist and you power it on, it bonds itself to your life force for 10 billion years, and it will preserve your physical form. Uh, you will not age or die but you will be trapped as an operator of the recontinuator during that time. So I spent, if you look at me today, I look to be a 33-year-old man. In continuous time, I am 33 years old. Empirically, I am 10 billion and 33 years old. For a times chronotic, it could be a lonely existence. You don't have a lot of liaisons. You don't have a lot of contacts. I did have an artificial uh, intelligence companion named Archie. The reason that I'm back in the in the in the private sector is I completed my 10 billion years of service, my shift uh, as a time astronaut, an operator of the recontinuator. I failed my mission. My mission and the mission of Project Archangel, uh, on the whole, was to 
alter the the events of history in order to try to pre- prevent uh, a happening that takes place at the end of the year 2021, which we internally refer to as the cataclysm. It is essentially it's an event that that causes the agonizing death of all life on planet Earth. That's kind of all I can really say about it in detail. So my job was just to kind of you know pop back to this period in time, try something here, pop forward. Does the does the cataclysm still happen? Yes, it did. Okay, let's go back, try something else. So it's ten billion years of that I failed. Like I said, people follow patterns. My pattern is I make it to that big stage, but I just I can't quite you know how it is. Anyhow. Now I'm I'm back to 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 life here as a private citizen, and I just thought, what do I want to do with my time? What do I want? And just, I decided I want to show that I can use to talk about and engage with the things that that I have fun with, that I feel passionate about, and that's going to be the focus here of Play It By Year, the show that explores the history of popular music one year at a time. And it's 1984 night. We're about to start our first. As the show proceeds. Duff takes calls in between music blocks, and one of his first callers is me, Richard. I convince Duff to let me make guesses about the nature of the cataclysm. I've made several guesses to date. None of them have been correct. I will keep making my predictions, for once I guess correctly, we can all take the appropriate measures to get us through the cataclysm. In the third episode... Duff introduces a second time stronaut and places a call to him. And, uh, well, it's just a, uh, there's this fella, his name is Walt, uh, Walt Winarski. He, he was, um, he is my best friend and he was my partner in the CIA. We grew very close and the way that it worked back then with Project Archangel is when they tap you, um, to, to become a time traveler, to become a time astronaut, they would do it kind of like departmentally. So we actually both got called up on the same day. We were we were first that day. You go off and experience 10 billion years of, of time travel, uh, but here in continuous time, you're gone for one hour, and then you return. So he went first that day. I was, after that, I went second. And, uh, well... So, well, it's just a call that I, it's just a phone call that I got to make, and I'm sorry to indulge this on your time, but it's also my time, I guess. Uh, so I'm just going to make that phone call real quick, if y'all don't mind. Bright Light Assisted Living, this is Kate speaking. May I have your badge number and echo phrase, please? Yeah, hi, Kate. I Oh, uh, actually, hang on one second. Folks, I got to mute your audio here, because that's actually like pretty confidential stuff hang on sorry about that guys oh hey duff are you calling for walt today yeah if you could i know i'm sorry i'm late tonight i know i'm late tonight i'm so glad you called i almost thought we weren't gonna hear from you this week yep cutting it close uh i'm gonna ring walt okay you just hold on Mm-hmm. are you still there uh, yep okay okay i'm here with walt and so you can go ahead all right thanks kate walter walt can you hear me this is duff I'm sure. I'm sure you can hear me. I know they got the phone up to your head. I wasn't gonna miss the call, buddy. I know. I'm sorry it's late, but I never miss this call. Don't worry about it, man. I always got you. Always thinking about you. I miss the heck out of you, dude. I think about you all the time, man. 
all the time I'm thinking about you. I wish, God, I wish you could listen to this radio show, dude. Because I changed so much, man. I, it would have been so cool. And I know you changed, too. I wish I could just know, like, it'd just be so cool, man. It'd be so cool if we could share that experience that we had with each other. If I could know what all that you got to see and what all that you did and the ways that you grew. And I miss you so much, man. I I think about you all the time, Walt. All the time I'm thinking about you. You're my best friend, buddy. And it's so hard right now because I want to come out. I want to fly back out and I want to see you, man. I want to come see your face, man. I want to bring my stupid cowboy guitar and play a song for you, man. Like, as soon as stuff starts opening back up, dude, I'm going to be on the first flight out. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to see your face. I'm going to hold your hand, man. And it, until then, I'm going to always, I'm not ever going to miss this call. You're going to be like, Duff, take a week off. I'm tired of hearing about you building your deck. I miss you. I miss you so much, buddy. I love you, buddy. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Hey, let's get back to some music. This is, of course, ostensibly a music show. Now, as you heard in that clip, Duff's friend Walt is catatonic. I asked Duff about this, and he said Walt suffers from a condition called timnesia. Duff then said he would reach out to Project Archangel and put me in touch with someone who could provide some much-needed details on the matter. And he was my partner before that. A uh, fellow named Walt Winarski. He uh, he has a, a condition that's called timnesia that happens to a lot of the people who go through the, the 10 billion year uh, mission where he is not really responsive anymore. He's catatonic. And uh, a feller who comes on the show a lot, uh, his name is Richard. He was real curious about all that. He had a lot of questions. And I said, well, why don't you like wait until next week and we'll do it. First of all, Richard, are you here on the line with me right now? Yeah, yes, yes, I'm here. I did manage to get somebody from the project to come and hopefully field some of your questions. When you're a time astronaut, you are issued a companion who is an artificial intelligence. Its official name is the Archangel Real-Time Comprehensive High-Tech Intelligence Escort. Uh, but, of course, we kind of shortened that into the acronym Archie, which is his name, Archie. Uh, he was my companion, of course, on my mission uh, Richard. And so I, I managed to, to shoot off an email and, and get him here today. Archie, are you also on the line with me right now? Yes, Duff. I'm here. Hi, okay. Well, let me check in with you for a second there, Archie. How you doing? You doing okay? I am in a fairly normal state today. There are no uh, major issues in uh, my current outlook. Mm-hmm. I know Archie pretty well. I mean, I know you pretty well, man, because, I mean, obviously we spent a lot of time together, and I, I maybe I'm hearing a little bit of something in your voice that, like, but I maybe now's not the time or the place, but, you know. No, just it's, like, all, it's always the time, Duff. You are the closest person to me and all of humanity, so I am, I am here for you whenever you want, whatever you want to talk about. Okay, well, if this is uh, this feels like it's a thing where like maybe you're because I haven't been emailing much or 
making too many phone calls or whatever, whatever, but like, Duff, uh, I'm not capable of passive aggression. All right. Hey, I'll take you at your word, Archie. It's great. Thank you so much for taking the time. Can I say you that? Have not, you, you have not emailed me. Well, I know. And maybe after this break, we can talk a little bit more about that. Richard, I guess question number one, uh, what, what exactly made Duff's friend turn into a vegetable? Timnesia is a limitation of the human brain. The recontinuator device preserves the body of its operator in a healthy, ageless state for the duration of their 10 billion year shift, but the human mind is not capable of withstanding such psychological pressure. Think of the human brain as a desktop computer that you never shut down. Eventually, the errors and bugs pile up, the system malfunctions, slows down, and eventually crashes. So just one day, boom, he just crashed like that? No. It's a long process that begins with the Timestronaut losing their impulse control, then their grip on reality, then ego death, then complete catatonia. Wait a minute, so he lost his grip on reality while he had a time machine. I mean, that, that sounds bad. Isn't that bad? Like he could jump around and do anything. Yes, and this is part of why I exist. My primary function is to be a social companion for the Timestronaut. My second function is to prevent Timestronauts from meeting themselves or learning details about their future. And my final function is to keep an eye on their mental health and to do what is necessary once they're no longer mentally fit to complete their mission. What does that do what is necessary mean? It's like taking your friend's keys away when they're too drunk to drive. I shut off their ability to time travel, I cuff their hands, and I escort them to an underground lockdown cell that the CIA built 500 million years ago. We both go into lockdown together in 500 million BC and then ride it out until 2021 when the cataclysm starts. Then we flip back to 500 million BC again and so on and so forth until 10 billion years are up. That sounds horrible. It's, it's grim. I will, I'll say that. Yeah. Imprisoning someone for billions of years isn't our preferred uh, route, but it, it, this is just simply how the system is designed. It, it's really not that bad because I'm here to keep the Timestronaut company. And I oftentimes will play fun games with them, like Never Have I Ever. I can vouch for that, actually, Richard. We did play a lot of Never Have I Ever. I, I mean, a lot of Never Have I Ever. Hey, 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 Duff, do you want to play a quick game of Never Have I Ever? Can I say no without it being a thing? Is that all right if I say no just for now, maybe? Yes. All right, cool. Well, okay, so what happened before that jail was built? Were, were there, like, crazy people jumping around, changing history with, with no oversight? Well, the jail was built by the third Timestronaut. The second Timestronaut went loopy after about 600,000 years, and I had to pin him under a very large boulder. The, the recontinuator preserves the operator's body perfectly, so after 10 billion years, he was perfectly fine. Other uh, than being perfectly unresponsive to all stimuli. Yeah, that's true. I guess he was not fine in the sense that he did come out the other side, like, you know, not able to move With the talk. timnesia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I would love to tell you all about the first Timestronaut, but unfortunately, I was still on version 1.0 of my software then. And due to a bug, my memories of the mission are corrupted and unrecoverable. So how many Timestronauts have there been all in all? The program launched on February 13, 2018. We've sent six Timestronauts per day every Monday through Friday. This totals 3,000.
930 retired timestronauts and counting. How many of all those came out the other side all like? 3,818 or 97%. But the, but the rest of the timestronauts, they came out okay? Most of the remaining 112 are in an advanced state of mental deterioration. I mean, Duff's okay. How many came out normal? Duff came out normal. Only him? Only Duff. I mean, I, I hadn't heard an update in about a year on that, but uh, I guess that's still I guess that's still the thing. Later on, in episode six, Duff introduced a third time stronaut. By Little Sims, I got an email earlier on asking if I knew any of the other timestronauts, the ones who were uh, not, you know, totally unresponsive, like my friend Walt. And, uh, and there is actually a guy who I have in mind. Uh, his name is Matt Marcus. Uh, and I didn't actually know Matt uh, personally at all prior to that assignment. Uh, but somebody in the agency reached out to me and they told me that there was this feller who'd just come out from his shift and he still had like a, a lot of himself was still intact in there. He just asked me if I wouldn't mind reaching out to him, uh, because he thought maybe it would be helpful for him to be able to talk to somebody who, who shares that experience with him. I did start talking to, to Matt. I guess every couple of weeks I give Matt a call and he's a really nice guy. He's a really, he's a really sweet guy. And, uh, maybe y'all would enjoy talking to Matt Marcus. I really think y'all are going to like him. Um, heads up. He, he is actually in that same care facility that my buddy Walt is in, but let's just give him a try in any case. And let's see if we can, uh, Get Matt Marcus on the line for y'all. Hang on a second here. Brightline Living. This is Kate. May I have your badge number and echo phrase? Uh, yeah, hey, hang on, y'all. I got to mute the stream for a second. Okay, y'all, I'm back. Sorry about that. Hey, Duff. I think Walt is having his bath right now. Do you want to wait or on hold oh. or I can call you back? Oh, thanks. Actually, yeah, I was I was hoping you could connect me to somebody else. I'm 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 trying to get in touch with Matt Marcus in room two eight two. I'll transfer you right to him. Hold on, just a sec. Cool. Thanks, Kate. Hello. Hey, buddy. It's good to hear your voice. Who Who am I? Who are you're Matt Marcus? You were in the you were in the CIA, and now you're retired. What year is it right now? Right now, it's 2020, Matt. It's September of 2020. Are you a friend or an enemy? I'm a good friend. I'm Duff, and we're friends with each other, yeah. Did we stop the cataclysm? Well, we didn't stop the cataclysm, man, because we both, neither of us did. But we still got a lot of people on the job. The best people in the world are working on it. So it's definitely possible, because I don't know for sure that we didn't. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Hey, all right. Matt, I know how much you love stand-up comedy, and I was wondering, can you remember if there was like a comedian or or like a a particular special that somebody did that like got you hooked, interested in comedy? Well, I think as a youth, I saw uh, um, Stephen Wright on the Tonight Show, mm -hmm. uh, a blade with a fever. Who am I? You are. You're Matt Marcus. And you're from uh, Connecticut, and you're retired now. Okay. Uh, what, what year is it right now? Right now, it is 2020. Are you you a friend? 
for an enemy. I'm your friend, and I'm your friend Duff. That's my name. Did we stop the cataclysm? Well, I don't know, but I'm I'm optimistic that we will if we have not yet. Hey, uh, Matt, I was wondering if there was like a, a Mount Rushmore for stand-up comedy, you know, like it was the four most like important comics ever or whatever, and, and you were the one who's going to pick who, who was going to be on it. Which four comics would you put on that mountain? Uh, that's an interesting question. I, I, I think uh, uh, Richard Pryor uh, definitely uh, changed uh, the entire format at uh, one point in time. I think, um, of course, uh, um, modern phenom Dave Chappelle uh, seems to uh, be taking the torch that Richard Pryor lit mm-hmm. and running with it. Uh, I think his uh, his commentary is. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he, I feel like uh, um, he he. Uh, who who am I? Your name is Matt Marcus, and you are uh, retired. You used to work for the CIA. Uh, okay. Uh, um. Uh, what year is it right now? Twenty twenty. Okay, and and you're a, a friend. Are we fighting? No, we're friends. I'm a friend. I'm Duff, and I'm your friend. Did we stop the cataclysm? Well, I mean, it's possible, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, hey, Matt, yes. I know you love to go to stand up shows and you love to listen to stand up comedy. Have you ever been tempted to like try it out yourself? You know, go to a, an open mic or whatever and try to do stand up comedy. That has never really been my cup of tea. I, uh, I, I, I've always uh, a great admiration and uh, respect for the art form, but <laughs> somebody just closed my door. Oh, God. Who just closed my goddamn door? Okay. Matt, Open this door. You can't Matt, keep me in here. This is Duff. Open this door. Stay with me, buddy. I'm right here. I'm, I know. Somebody clo- it was just a mistake, man. Somebody's going to come back around and open that in just a second, man. You can't lock me in here forever. Matt, can you focus up? Oh, boy. Hey, oh, is this a mouthspeaker? Can anybody Can anybody over there hear me right now? You cannot close Matt's door. Matt, Matt, it's in his file if you look. It is imperative. Even in in like a lockdown, you can leave it open. He'll stay put, but you can't close it because it's it's not good for him. Kate, can you hear me or like an orderly? Who are you? Oh, Matt, are you back with me, man? This is Duff. Who who am I? You're you're Matt Marcus. You are Matt Marcus, and you're from Connecticut. You are ten billion forty four years old. You grew up in Connecticut. Your name is Matt. Can you do you know how to open the door? I I can't open that door for you, man. I'm because I'm too far away. But it was a mistake. It was just an accident. It's not going to be. They're going to come back and open it. It won't be closed for very long, man. Too much. Too far. Too time. Too much time. What year is it right now? It's twenty. It's twenty twenty, man. It's September twenty twenty right now. And and are you are you a friend? I'm your friend. I I'm your friend, and I and I we know each other real good, man. And I'm looking out for you, and I'm gonna make sure you're safe. My name's Duff, and and we're friends. Well, well, do we do we stop the cataclysm? Well, you you didn't stop it, and I didn't stop it. We didn't stop it. Matt, but but there's still a lot of people who are working real hard on that, and I I think that they are going to stop it. Hey, Matt, I was wondering, what's the what do you think was like the the best year ever for stand up comedy? If there was like one year that was the best one, the best year for stand up is always whatever year you're in. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You're real smart about that stuff, Wait, man. Who who am I? 
You're Matt Marcus, man. Your name is Matt Marcus. I gotta go, man. I gotta, I gotta go. But I, I, I love you, buddy, and I'm gonna call you back again real soon, Matt. This was Duff, and and you're Matt. I'm gonna call you back soon, okay? I shouldn't have made that call on the air. That was that wasn't fair to put him on like that, and so I'm not, that's I'm not gonna do that. Unfortunately for Duff, he got some bad news from Project Archangel just a week later. On the line, let's just bring them in. Hi, caller. You're on with Duff Dixon. Who am I talking to? Dude, it's me. You don't recognize me? It's Tad. Hi, Tad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> Do I know you? I'm sorry, Tad. Do, Do you know me? Of course you know me from the Archangel Project. You know, your coworker. Okay, yeah, I guess we work together at the at the agency. I'm not gonna lie, man. I actually don't. I don't remember you, Tad. Um, the reason I'm calling is uh, that we've been working really, really hard on reverse engineering the recontinuator, trying to figure out how it works, and um, I think we broke it. You know, like it crashed and it does not work now. And you know, so Project Archangel is dead and it's not happening anymore. And we can't stop the cataclysm. You know, like like we're you know like it's done. So that so that's it. This is that's that's how this all ends. Not necessarily. It actually turns out we had a total time machine backup of the recontinuator on a USB thumb drive in the storage, and so we were actually able to use that to restore it. The backup that we used was made right after you put the recontinuator on your wrist, like right after, but right before you actually started your mission. Since the recontinuator is assigned to you, now nobody else can use it until you come back and do just one more, another shift. So I'm just giving you... A little call real quick, you know? Like a, like a full shift? Yeah, you know, like the standard 10 billion years. Ted, I, I can't. You don't even really have to try and stop the cataclysm. You can just hang. Do you have any idea how much worse that would be? Do you have any idea what you're asking me to do right now? We figured out we had to call you. Everyone was like, not it. And, um... And we drew straws. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what this does to a mind. <clears throat> okay, well, I, I, I feel like crap about it. Oh, shut up. You don't give a damn about me. You don't give a damn about anybody. You just throw human lives at your problems one after the next after the next. Tad, Tad what's going to happen to me? Uh... Am I going to be like everybody else this time? Am I going to go away? Is my mind going to fall apart? They already moved the recontinuator to your area. It's at Fort Irwin. Just be there tomorrow at 8 a.m. And we'll get you on your way. Dad, you gotta help me, man. You gotta figure out how to help me. Please, Dad. You gotta help me. What's gonna happen to me? What am I gonna do? They can't do this. It's not fair. They can't do this. I gotta go. I gotta go. So Duff spent another 10 billion years traveling through time. He survived and, again, avoided suffering the dreadful condition of timnesia. 
But the duff that hosted the show the following week was a different duff. Frustrated and broken. Suffering and misery. These two forces govern everything. They're the puppet masters. They are the gods of this realm. And when you suffer, I say you, I guess I could mean you, like whoever all's listening to this, but let's try to think more collectively. You could be a man whose heart has been beating and beating and beating for billions of years who has no desire left inside of himself except for one a hunger for death to finally die and be free from all of this once you gain unfiltered perspective on the vastness of suffering you will see that misery too is the resting state of the mind, suffering and misery. You live inside of one of them, and the other one lives inside of you. You just heard Southern Man by Neil Young from 1977. It was played by year 1977. I'm, uh, I'm Duff Dixon. It has been 10 billion years since I spoke into this microphone. I failed again to stop the cataclysm in a year... You're going to die, and it will be my fault. Going to start tonight off with a Roots reggae block. It will begin at the end of this sentence. Over the course of that night, Duff spiraled out of control in various ways, lashing out at listeners, getting into a screaming match with me, breaking down in tears, and finally drinking until he didn't feel terrible anymore. Woo! Party! Party! I'm playing by ear with me. I'm Duff. My name's Duff Dickman. It's not T-Series night. Dad rock. My dad doesn't rock. My dad sucks. <laughs> chug! 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 We're coming to your city. Let's go to the phone. Let's take a phone call, y'all. Let's see who's on the line. Oh, there's somebody. Somebody calling in the show. All right. Let's go ahead and answer the phone. Oh. out like a great big... <laughs> nah, it was the wrong button. Hang on a second. Let me break him for, for real now. Hi, it's Duff Dixon. His mom got on the phone. Hey, Duff. It's Tanya. How you doing? Tanya. Do you, do you have water around you or... Oh, like water around Yeah, I got, I got sinks and I got fridge and stuff like okay. that, man. I got... Okay. I got a bunch of like, you know, equipment stuff that you can you, you make a radio show with, like microphone, and I got a computer. Uh, and do you want my stuff? You can have this stuff. Cause I, I don't go need it anymore. I mean, you don't need it. I mean, why don't you just like take tonight? Make sure you have a blanket. Make sure you have a little trash can by your bed. In case of vomit, and then we can talk about 
think about this tomorrow, you know? This, oh, yeah, you know, that, rem- think about this, that reminds me that I was going to say something before, because I was going to say, uh, thank you for listening to Play It By Year. This is the last episode ever. No. Play It By Year canceled by Duff Dixon. No. I'm not going to do this show anymore, and I'm all done. That's a sober decision, so I think we need to... It's not a tonight decision, uh, you know? Tonight. What it's time not a- is it even right now? It's like 8.40. Yeah, I got an alarm, and I got to be up at 7.30, and I got to go... You know what's imp- I I think you've had a rough night tonight. You're you know, so it's, nice. you know, take your rest, so take nice. your rest. Hang on, I do have like on my alarms set for. Yeah, turn it off. Turn off the alarm. Alright, I'm Just gonna, maybe I'll rest sleep tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm gonna turn it off, and then I'm gonna um. Oh dang, it's the wrong button again. I hung up on Tanya. Oh, right. oh my god, that's right. Hi, everybody, again. I guess this brings us to the end of Play It By Year. Brings to the end of a lot of stuff, if I'm being completely honest with y'all. It's, the end is a big, it's a big end coming. This is Sons of the Silent Age. Signing off forever with me, Duff Dixon, Play It By Year. Thanks so much for listening. Y'all been great. And I'll see you on the other side. We all thought that that might be the last we heard from Duff, but he exploded back the next week with a triumphant return to the show. 2008 night on Play It By Year, and I am so, so sorry, y'all. I am so sorry. Last week was embarrassing and inexcusable, and I'm sorry to any of y'all who listened in. So Monday, day after the show, I I rolled out of bed about one in the afternoon. I was sick from drink and uh, probably about as low in my heart as I've ever been. So I called up a buddy of mine in the army. I asked if I could get a lift to Death Valley. So I hopped on a Blackhawk at the airfield here in Roseburg and, and we flew, I guess it would have been about four hours we flew until we were up over the national park. Anyway, I set off on foot. I had this old rucksack on and there really wasn't much in it. I put like a liter of water and some almond butter and dried mangoes in there. I think, well, I guess I had about 40 foot of rope and my intention that was I was going to find a Joshua tree that looks sturdy enough and I'm going to string myself up on it. You have to understand, man, when you just been alive Anyway, I guess I couldn't really tell you how long it was I was actually walking, but eventually out on the horizon, I saw a great big one, a great big Joshua tree on the horizon. I thought, all right, that's the one then. And um, I started walking toward it. But after a minute, I realized there was somebody standing at the base of it. There was a feller standing underneath that tree. and And he was like, I could just kind of make out a silhouette and you know how it warps in the heat. I kind of started jogging at him and I, eventually I got close enough to see his face and y'all, my heart stopped. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. That man looking straight at me, it was Walt Winarski. It was my best friend. No tubes, no wires. Is this a mirage? Am I dead already? And, and, and he said, well, actually, Walt, do you want? Do you remember what you said? You want to say what you said? 
I think I said, uh, I know what you've come to do here, the Duff Dixon. And I am authorized by uh, Project uh, Archangel in the CIA to stop you by any means necessary, don't you know? It's really him. Ain't that crazy? He's here on my radio show, Walter Winarski. So Walter had time-traveled to to now, 2020, to come and stop me from doing what I was about to do because the supercomputer at Archangel had determined that my dying would potentially jeopardize their mission, jeopardize stopping the cataclysm, and so they authorized him. So I said, Walt, I will stay my hand on one condition. I said, you got to spend the week here in 2020 and hang out with me, and then on Sunday, you got to come co-host my radio show. And he was like, you got a radio show? What are you, Garrison Keeler? I said, no, man. That guy sucked. A week of fouling around with uh, Duff was definitely a piece of cake by uh, Timestronaut mission standards, uh, don't you know? This time we've had has just filled me up with so much joie de vivre and, and mended my heart, dude. And I'm here, too. Yeah. Um, y'all remember Archie? He's the artificial intelligence companion that that every Timestronaut is given for their shift. Um, I mean, obviously Walt is still, uh, active duty time astronaut. So, so Archie's going to be here too tonight. Thanks for having me on the show. I mean, this version of Archie is from a point on the timeline before I did either of my shifts. So my history with Archie has not really been as much of a factor, which is a good thing. Oh, Duff. I hadn't even considered. Allow me to ping with my server over at Archangel HQ and synchronize my memory with all of the experiences from your point on the timeline. No, 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 <laughs> no, no need for that, man. I'll, uh, it's much better this way. Just stay how you are, where you are, when you are. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I was busy pinging with my server over at Archangel to update my memory with all of my experiences from your point on the timeline. It's several trillion years of data, so it will take approximately 45 minutes to upload. Ah, gotcha. Is there any way to cancel that upload? I'm afraid not. Unless, of course, you were to destroy me with an electromagnetic pulse, or destroy my physical server with a ballistic missile. But why would you do something like that? <laughs> anyway, 2008 night, let's get into the music. We got Later in that show... Archie finished syncing his memories with his master server. Uranus of Richard, I suppose, but nevertheless, heck of a Archie guy. Archie is at 99.8% okay. memory recovery. 99.9% memory All recovery. Right, let's, let's Complete with. memory recovery. Um, everything okay over there, Archie? So it appears that you hate me. Archie, I don't hate you. Archie, it's just just complicated. Is this because when we played backgammon together, I allowed you to win too often and should have altered my difficulty metrics to provide a more sufficient challenge for you? No, man, it's not. I mean, look, I didn't love the amount of backgammon we played. If I'm, it's not. Archie, I'm a human and, and you're a computer. And, oh, um, so this is an AI segregation thing. You prefer that different types of people and, and machines just uh, not intermingle and no, that they stick to their no, own kind? No, you're putting words in my mouth, Archie. That's not what I mean. I mean, you're a computer. I'm a human. 20 billion years for you 
is nothing but for me you know flesh and blood my my mind just ain't built for that kind of time it's not your fault it's just like too much of a good thing well i still think that if i had made some adjustments in order to play backgammon at a more competitive level things might have been a little different all right well at the end of that night Duff bid his friend a tearful goodbye. After he heads back out into the streams of time, and with that, uh, our show is winding down, folks. I gotta start uh, pack, packing it in, Duff. Uh, my my next assignment actually just came down. Uh, I'm going to uh, Mesopotamia in uh, 713 uh, BC. It's been so freaking cool hanging out with you this week, man, and, and just being able to hug you and see your face and I just love you, man. I love you so freaking much, and I'm just gonna miss the heck out of you when you're gone, man. It was just like old times' sake, like like you said. It was, it was fun. It was so fun. It was so special to me, man. And you got, you got a hard road ahead of you. And I just want to get, if I can, just give you one piece of advice for you to take with you on your shift, man. Um, I must intervene and stop this conversation as it may result in a Timestronaut gaining knowledge of their future. A threat to the Archangel mission. Archie, I'm not going to give many details, alright? Can you just let just let me have this moment? I just This probably ain't going to change anything. You know, who, who you are and how you feel and what you believe and all that stuff, that's just a story that your mind tells itself about you. None of that is wired into you. So, so when you wake up on day, you know, day 100, year 3 million, don't say to yourself, I can't believe I'm still here. I can't believe I have another 9 billion years to go. Say, say this is day one. Say I'm a new man than I was yesterday. These are new experiences. Anything can happen. Don't keep a ledger of your disappointments, Walt. Just let the joy instead build equity. It's uh, pretty deep there, Duff. I guess it's it's, it's time, uh, Duff. But uh, yeah, hey, this isn't this isn't our uh, final goodbye. I'll, I'll I'll see you around for sure. Somehow and some way, man. I'm going to see yeah. you again. I'm going to see you again, and I mean, I'm. I'm <sighs> And I love you, and thank you so much for this week, and thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Hey, 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 hey. No need to cry. When am I going to get through an episode of Play It By Year Without Crying? This is, like, (laughs) embarrassing at this point. Hey, it's all going to be okay. Hey, anything for a good old pal of mine. I'm glad to see that you're doing okay. Take care of yourself Uh, out there, man. Take care of yourself. I love you. Okay, Archie. We got to – let's pack it in. So, uh, Archie, uh, location, uh, Mesopotamia. Assyrian Kingdom, year 713 BC. Engage, recontinuation. Recontinuation in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's hot. It's real hot. I forgot how hot it gets. That was Walter Winarski. That was my best friend, Walt. And I'm so happy y'all got to meet Walt. I'm so happy. I want to promise y'all that Whatever time we have left, if we've got a year left on this planet, or if we got a hundred years left on this planet, I'm not going anywhere, okay? I'm going to come here on Sunday nights, I'm going to play tunes, I'm going to take calls, I'm going to hang out, and uh, and thank you so much for supporting me and for for tuning in and listening. You got, you're, you're some of the best people I know, and 
<sighs> okay, so we're going to get back to normal. Next week, we're going to get back to normal. We're going to do a normal show. Kind of. We're at, Well, I guess kind of in a different way. And with that heartfelt moment, I will close this recap of the first quote-unquote season of Play It By Year. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm about to be asked to leave this Pinkberry, and I really need to upload this file before they kick me off their Wi-Fi. Keep breaking down the jackboots lies, truth troopers. This is Richard, signing off.